way. Good morning to all our listeners around the world. Logged on to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app today. J-A-H-K-N-O Radio. Available in your Apple Store and Google Play Store. It is Friday, May 27. TGIF. It's also Feature Friday. Today, our Feature Friday artist, New Edition. We made it, folks. Grateful. Filled with a lot of gratitude this morning. Um, we had a rough week emotionally, mentally. Definitely was a struggle for us. But I have to say thank you for joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments. That's M I Media Moments. And here are the headlines for what we have coming up today in international news. U.S. secures forfeiture of Maryland property of ex-Gambian ruler. India punishes bureaucrat couple after stadium dog walk. Iran summons Swiss envoy over U.S. oil seizure. North Korea escapes further sanctions as Russia and China wield veto. Stories out of North America. Husband of teacher killed in the Uvalde Elementary School shooting dies of a heart attack. Videos show parents pleading with police to act. Texas congressman blames the Uvalde school shooting on rap music and video games. Ohio Attorney General Yost issues annual missing children clearinghouse report. 415 children still missing. At least four dead and two injured in Pennsylvania house explosion. Oklahoma governor signs transgender bathroom bill. Toronto police shot and killed a man who was carrying a firearm near three schools. In business and tech news, Elon Musk sued by Twitter shareholders for manipulating company stock. Pepsi is no longer sponsoring the Super Bowl halftime show. Despite pain at the pump, Americans are hitting the road. Biden nears decision on student loans as inflation worries mount. Edible tape invented to stop your burrito from falling apart. In health and science news, CDC identifies nine monkeypox cases in seven states. Sports news, ex-girlfriend of Shikari Richardson confirms the abuse allegations and encourages her to press charges. Colin Kaepernick finishes workout with Las Vegas Raiders. Out of the Caribbean corner, Antigua and Barbuda look to sand mining as new source of revenue. Out of Jamaica, cops believe polit- politicians' murder on Marcus Garvey Drive was a hit. Jamaican writer Diana McCauley wins 2022 Commonwealth short story. Out of the SVG, man arrested for sh- threatening to shoot student at Catholic school. In TNT, a national has been charged with raping 13-year-old girl in New York. 
sandals to install carbon monoxide detectors at all its properties. No Latin American stories today. In Believe It or Not News, GOP candidate Herschel Walker says Donald Trump never claimed the 2020 election was stolen. Romance novelist who penned How to Murder Your Husband found guilty of murdering her husband. In entertainment news, actor Kevin Spacey charged with four counts of sexual assault against three men in the United Kingdom. And Justin Timberlake sells 100% of his music catalog. And here's what we need to be looking out for. DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And tune in to Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. It's music, news, and Naturalist's views. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sinat, Rosolo, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse and tune into QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Join us Monday, June 6 for Season 3 and another stimulating conversation. Check out the Jano Radio crew on JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download the app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Join Rosola for the Rosolo Show, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. And right after that, stay logged on for DJ Rookie as he brings you Vibes Tuesdays, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. DJ Lenke kicks off the pre-weekend vibes every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And then... Mixmaster Kavon starts it off for you every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Wanted Fridays. He also returns Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Freestyle Saturday. Saturdays and Sundays, DJ Simple brings us Blazing Saturdays at 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, and then he returns on Sunday with Big People Sunday, also 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern. It is hashtag TGIF Feature Friday, our Feature Friday artist for today, the group New Edition. Here they are singing another hit of theirs, Candy Girl.
was sweet. She makes my heart and just give to me. My girl's the best and that's no lie. She tells me that I'm her only guy. That might be true, but my girl's a joy. She don't play around, she's right to the point. My girl's like candy, a candy tree. She knocks me high up on my feet. Good morning to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. And remember, coming up later on in the show, we do have the Friday mix with dj red so stay tuned for that and of course now it's time for the details we're starting off with international news the united states department of justice says it has secured the forfeiture of a maryland property purchased by former gambian president yaya jame with about 3.5 million dollars in alleged corruption proceeds in a statement on thursday the joc said a court ordered judgment and order of forfeiture had been given on Tuesday. The judgment was the result of a civil forfeiture complaint filed by the U.S. in 2020 seeking the forfeiture of the Montgomery County estate purchased in 2010. This estate was purchased by Jame through a trust set up by his wife, Zineb Jame. The United States intends to sell the property and recommend to the Attorney General that the net proceeds from the sale of the forfeited property be used to benefit the people of the Gambia, harmed by former President Jame's acts of corruption and abuse of office. Jame, who seized power in the tiny West African nation in a 1994 coup, initially refused to concede defeat in a 2016 election to the current President Adama Barrow. But he fled into exile after the intervention of troops from the regional bloc, the economic community of West African states. And we head over to India for our next story. The Indian government has ordered the transfer of a bureaucrat couple 
<laughs> opposite ends of the country following an outrage over a media report alleging they forced a sports stadium in the capital to shut early so they could walk their dog. India's Home Ministry on Thursday transferred Sanjeev Kirwar, a top bureaucrat in the Delhi city-state government, to Ladakh in Indian-administered Kashmir, while his wife Rinku Doga, a secretary in the Delhi government, was sent to the Pradesh state in the distant northeast. And this is according to an official order. Such transfers of bureaucrats in India often follow allegations of misconduct against them and are seen as punishment postings. The minister's order came after a social media furor triggered by a report by the Indian Express newspaper saying that athletes and coaches at the stadium in the Indian capital, built for the 2010 Commonwealth Games, had to clear out by early evening so Kiwar could walk his dog. The Indian Express report carried a photograph of Kiwar and Dogga walking their dog on the stadium track. I'm sorry, I had to laugh through this one. But um, they're sending them to opposite ends of the country. One goes to one state, one goes to another. For how long? And is that really going to fix the issue or fix their mindset? I don't think so, but do as they do in India. The Indians will do. Iran summons Swiss envoy over U.S. oil seizure. Iran's foreign ministry has reportedly summoned the envoy of Switzerland, which represents Washington's interest in Tehran, to protest against the American seizure of Iranian oil from a Russian-operated ship in Greek waters. The ministry also called for the immediate release of the ship and its cargo, the IRNA state news agency has reported. The Islamic Republic expressed its deep concern over the U.S. government's continued violation of international laws and international maritime conventions. The Swiss envoy told Iranian officials he would convey Tehran's message to Washington. The developments came after the cargo ship was seized on Wednesday. The news agency quoted Iran's ports and maritime organization as saying the tanker, named the Pegas, had sought refuge along the Greek coast after experiencing technical problems and poor weather, adding the confiscation of its cargo was a clear example of piracy. It was unclear whether the ship's cargo was impounded because it was Iranian oil or because of the sanctions on the tanker over its Russian nexus. Iran and Russia face separate U.S. sanctions. A sp spokesperson for the U.S. Department of Justice declined to comment on the oil seizure, but three sources familiar with the matter told the Reuters news agency on Thursday that Washington plans to send the cargo on board the Pegas to the U.S. and another vessel. Okay, that does sound a little like piracy. So um, where was this oil headed? You seize the oil, the ship, and then you're going to transfer the oil from that ship to another vessel to bring it to the U.S. Okay. I see red flags all over this in terms of morals. And uh, you, you know what? Let me keep it moving. China and Russia have vetoed an effort to tighten United Nations sanctions 
on North Korea after a spate of missile launches this year in the first split among the five veto-wielding permanent members of the UN's most powerful body since it began sanctioning Pyongyang in 2006. The remaining 13 council members all voted in favor of the resolution that was drafted by the United States and proposed banning tobacco and oil exports to North Korea. It would also have blacklisted the Lazarus Hacking Group, which the U.S. says is tied to North Korea. The United Security Council imposed sanctions after North Korea's first nuclear test explosion in 2006 and tightened them over the years in a total of 10 resolutions seeking, so far unsuccessfully, to rein in its nuclear and ballistic missile programs and cut off funding. This year alone, the country has carried out a total of 23 missile launches, three of them in the space of less than an hour on Wednesday morning. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, described the vote as a disappointing day for the Council. The world faces a clear and present danger from the DPRK, North Korea, she told the council, using the country's official name of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Council restraint and silence has not eliminated or even reduced the threat. If anything, DPRK has been emboldened. She said Washington had assessed that North Korea had carried out six ICBM launches this year and was actively preparing to conduct a nuclear test. So, I don't know if anybody notices, but this morning's news on the international scene, with the exception of the India story, the U.S. is all up and down. All up and down. They're seizing property of ex-Gambian ruler, okay? Um, seizing a ship, okay? <laughs> um, disappointed with sanctions, not being imposed the way they or more sanctions being imposed on russia and china um yeah so i'm of the impression that the u.s is now judge jury everything <laughs> on the international scene for everybody's problems but anyway those are stories out of north america out of the on the international scene coming up we do have stories out of north america here's new edition or feature friday artist with another one of their hits mr telephone man
tone if you can. I'm pretty sure my phone won't be answered by no man. Good morning to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, and to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. You are listening to Coffee in Toe, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You just heard from our feature Friday artist, a new edition, Mr. Telephone Man. And now it is time for stories out of North America. The husband of one of the teachers killed earlier this week in Uvalde. And you know something? Uh, let me say this. If you hear me go from saying Uvalde to Uvalde, please forgive me. Because the Uvalde is this pronunciation, of course, is the, the Latin pronunciation for that town. And of course, we know Texas was a part of Mexico at one point. But the American pronunciation is Uvalde. So if you hear me going back and forth, forgive me ahead of time. So the husband of one of the teachers killed earlier this week in the Uvalde, Texas elementary school shooting has died. Joe Garcia, the husband of Irma Garcia, died Thursday after suffering a heart attack, family members confirmed. The couple who reportedly had known each other since eighth grade were married for 24 years. They leave behind four children. Mrs. Garcia was one of two teachers killed Tuesday in the Robb Elementary School shooting. She was co-teaching with Eva Mireles, the other teacher killed in the attack, when gunman Salvador Ramos entered the school and opened fire on the classroom. Law enforcement officials in the U.S. state of Texas have come under criticism for the amount of time that elapsed before they stormed into a primary school classroom to stop a gunman's rampage that killed 19 children and two teachers. Videos circulating on social media on Thursday showed desperate parents shouting at police to enter Robb Elementary School in the town of Uvalde as the shooting was unfolding, with some trying to approach the building themselves before being restrained by officers. In one video posted on Facebook by a man named Angel Ledesma, parents can be seen breaking through yellow police tape and yelling at officers to go into the building. It's already been an hour and they still can't get the kids out, Ledesma said during the video. Another video posted on YouTube showed officers restraining at least one adult. One woman can be heard saying, why let the children die? They're shooting in there. 
we got guys going in to get kids, the officer is heard telling the crowd they're working. The videos came or, or come as the United States is reeling from the massacre, the nation's deadliest school shooting in a decade, which has left parents across the U.S. fearful and grieving. The motive remains unknown, with authorities saying the 18-year-old gunman had no criminal or mental health history. The attack also has reignited debate about gun laws in the U.S., with President Joe Biden and his fellow Democrats pushing for new restrictions despite resistance from Republicans. Of course, remember, he said, we must ask when in God's name, when will we do what needs to be done? If not completely stop, fundamentally change the amount of carnage that goes on in this country. Javier Casares, whose fourth grade daughter Jacqueline Casares was killed in the attack, said he raced to the school when he heard about the shooting, arriving while police were still gathered outside. Upset that police were not moving in, he raised the idea of charging into the school with several other bystanders. Let's just rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they're supposed to. More could have been done. They were unprepared. The siege ended when a U.S. Border Patrol team burst in and fatally shot the gunman. Texas congressman blames the Uvalde school shooting on rap music and video games. As the country continues to mourn the victims of the tragic attack in Uvalde, Texas, lawmakers are divided over what caused the tragedy. U.S. Representative Ronnie Jackson, who represents Texas's 13th congressional district, stated how much things were different when he was growing up. I grew up in a small town in West Texas, not too much smaller than Uvalde, and I could never imagine something like this happening when I grew up. But when I grew up, things were different. There was a focus on family and community and church, and I think we knew each other. And I'm not saying that the people in Uvalde don't know each other, but I think that has been robbed from us. I think that our culture has changed over the last 30 to 40 years, and there has been an attack on those things in particular. Jackson then blamed a variety of things he believes are harmful to children, including rap music. I just think that children are exposed to all kinds of horrible stuff nowadays, too. I look back and I think about the horrible stuff that they hear when they listen to rap music, the video games that they watch from an early age, with all of this horrible violence and stuff. And I just think that they have this access to the Internet on a regular basis, which is just not good for children. Finally, Jackson emphasized the importance of everyone working together to discover out why and how such a tragedy occurred. So now you're blaming, and the blame game continues. Again, no one wants to accept accountability for the lack, the refusal to sign the bill or to get the bill passed into law for stricter gun control. Again, and this is something we've been saying day after day after day, week after week after week, as a matter of fact, because every time we hear of a situation, it's weapons of mass destruction. That's what I refer to them as, because these high-powered rifles, we say teenagers can get them, can walk in, purchase them at 18 years old and walk right out so you blame mental health you say and 
mental illness, the correct term. You blame, blame everything on mental illness. You blame everything now on rap music. Why rap music? Why are you singling out rap music? Why not say rock? Why not say... Interesting. Yeah. Even in, in a Latino community. Like, yeah. the community is, is more than anything. I'm sorry. I always forget that. I apologize. No, that's okay. No, that's okay. Because that's there's okay. a difference. But um, that that's so ridiculous. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. So now rap music, again, is in the courts. Because remember, just was it earlier this week or last week, we spoke about um, Jay-Z, Meek Mill, and some other artists rallying behind a move for them to remove the, being able to use rap music in, the, in court saying it's because of rap music why people commit the crimes that they do. And we said, how is it then they're not saying that when people listen to rock, that's the reason they're doing drugs. And here we go again with the division. Isolation. And honing in on a culture. How can you be blaming rap music for the errors of the world? The sickness that's in this country. Because y'all say it's a sickness. Everybody says it's a sickness. So we're going to go with that. It's a sickness. You know, you remember the story of the woman who was on top of her roof in the flood? And praying to God and asking God to send help so she could be rescued. A boat comes along. She says, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. A helicopter comes along. No, 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 that's not it. That's not it. She rejects everything that's sent to help her because it didn't fit her ideal of how she should be rescued. They keep talking about hopes and prayers and well wishes and, you know, we sympathize. And what can we do? What you can do is right in front of you. But you refuse to do it because it doesn't stand to benefit you financially. And then you're going to push this narrative, which makes me feel you're cementing the deal for me. As much as I was saying all this week that they really don't care, now you really don't care. And then I don't know if you all saw this one. I need to see if I can find the clip again. Where on Fox News, what's his name says, send your children to school. It's parents' responsibility to send their children to a school that will not be easily shot up. That sounds like a Tucker Carlson comment. <laughs> really? Send your children to a school. It's our responsibility as parents. Now listen to this. Listen to this. You remember that case in Georgia where the woman lived in one zip code but used yes. her mother's zip code to send her child to another school because 
she did not like the quality of education the child was receiving in the district that she lived in. So she used her mother's address to send the child to the school near to the mother's home, and she got sent to jail. Remember that? Yeah, I remember it being her father, but yes, I remember the story. Well, there is more than one Senate, so there could possibly be another one where there's a father. But I remember because I was living in Atlanta at that time. The woman had to go to jail for wanting better for her child. And now this idiot is going to talk about, go on Fox News and say it is a parent's responsibility. And then when you do stand up and take responsibility, you land in jail because you're not supposed to have your child going to a school in a district that you don't live in. Make it make sense in this damn country for me, please. Everybody educated but still don't have no damn sense. Everybody with a degree but still have no common sense. Lack the ability to rationalize. Just spewing out things. Instead of wanting to come to terms with the reality of the situation. Everybody can't afford to send their child to private school. And private school does not mean that your child will be exempt. Or isolated either because it can happen there too American culture blame everything else blame everybody else never take accountability that is the American way of thinking nobody knows how to hold themselves responsible for their part in what has happened I can only say this, folks, as election draws near, your, our responsibility, as I said before, is get them out. We're sick of them because they're not doing anything. If you on your job are not performing, you're going to lose your job. If you have a company and you have hired people who are not performing, you're getting rid of them. So why are we sitting by and allowing them? And, and, and President Biden, I can't see why. Yes, um, it was explained. An executive order is a Band-Aid pretty much. It's a temporary fix. Can you please put a temporary fix in place? Please put a temporary fix in place. As summer um, approaches and schools are going to be out, our shift now is not going to be on schools anymore. But what can happen in malls, movie theaters, outdoor events where they're going to have gatherings that's now where we have to turn our focus and then as school reopens come august september depending on what state you're in parents are going to go back into panic mode again because until they do something about it it's not going to end it's going to keep happening. And all these idiots that we are paying are going to say thoughts and prayers. They hide behind their bulletproof vehicles, well-secured government buildings, and spew out these things. Blaming rap music? Really? Leave rap music alone because what you're now doing, and I guarantee you, if they go with that narrative, 
what they're saying is, and I really didn't want to have to go down this rabbit hole, but I'm going to say this quickly and keep it moving. What they're ultimately saying now is that black people are responsible for the carnage that's going on because it's black people predominantly who produce rap music. Screw you, Ronnie Jackson. Screw you, everybody else. How dare you come after a community? How dare you come after a genre? Take responsibility for what's going on. When people are asking you, when O'Rourke approaches the table asking them, what are you going to do? They don't want to hear it. They escort him out the building. All they're interested in talking about is hopes and prayers. And, oh, they need your love and support. What are they going to do with our love and support? What are they going to do with our thoughts and prayers? We pray for change, and you say pray for change, but you're not giving us a change that you're being told to enact. And then you're the other idiot. It's a child. It's the parent's responsibility. So... But as we keep our children home, nobody send their children to school then. And when we all keep our children home and teachers have no jobs, then what? Because really and truly, we have to be teaching our children a lot of things. We have to be teaching them about critical race theory. We have to be teaching them history. So we might as well just keep them home and do it ourselves. Online schools. Shut it down. We're paying them for them to tell us to do their job. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the great USFA. At least four people were killed and two others were injured Thursday night after a house exploded in a borough near Philadelphia, officials said. Two other people were unaccounted for following the home explosion, Pottstown Borough Manager Justin Keller said during a news conference. First responders were called to the house just after 8 p.m., and multiple agencies were investigating the scene about 40 miles north of Philadelphia. Keller declined to answer questions regarding the ages of the victims at this time. It is also unclear what caused the explosion. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt has signed a bill requiring public school students to use only the bathroom of the sex listed on their birth certificate. About a dozen conservative states have passed laws targeting the transgender population over bathroom use, participation in school sports, and gender-affirming treatments or surgery for young people. The bill passed overwhelmingly in the Republican-controlled House and Senate last week, and Stitt signed it on Wednesday. It's about safety. It's about protection. It's about common sense, said Republican Representative Danny Williams, the House author of the bill. The goal of this bill is to protect our children. Democrats who opposed the bill said it singles out and targets transgender students, putting them at risk of ridicule. The bill was proposed after Stillwater Public Schools declined to change a policy allowing students to use the bathroom that agrees with their gender identity unless forced by law to do otherwise. How many times have we said in here, why not have bathrooms specifically for transgender? And I'm sure we're not the only ones thinking the same thing. I'm sure there are others who 
have that train of thought and have probably put that to to the um representatives but they're not listening again forcing people to identify with what they don't want to identify with you can't force somebody <laughs> you know what just do it the easy way create a bathroom specifically for those who identify as transgender end of story you won't have to worry about bullying you won't have to worry about um anybody feeling uncomfortable because if i if i identify as male i can go into me if i'm a man and that's how i identify i can go in the man bathroom if i identify as a woman and and i am a woman i can go in the man bathroom if i'm transgender i can choose to go in the transgender um restroom and be at peace that and just keep it moving go ahead naturalist good morning well that is kind of easier said than done if you have a new a new building then you can zone it where you have you know bathrooms uh, for each um gender but in these old school and these old buildings uh that's almost an impossible task unless they don't get some toilets uh so that's almost impossible in, in, in these old buildings and um I, I, I'm 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 kind of with the Republicans and this and this and this part of it. I mean, I don't necessarily think they, they should have put a law in place, but I feel the same way about these men that's swimming in, in ladies in ladies sports and all, and, and all these things. I just think we, we got we got to find a better way. But you know, like my job right now, we have so we have we have three bathrooms. There's no way we can convert a bathroom to be um, for transgender. There's just no space there. You know, so that's part of the problem. Is portable is to me the only solution. And if they got to use portable, then you're also still um, signaling them out. So yeah, that's I what know. you're saying. That's what you're saying. But um, naturalist, let me ask you though. I understand that a building that is already up, usually they have several bathrooms, right? They could probably choose one and say, okay, we're going to keep this specifically for the transgender children or students. But not, not, not every place has this space. Mm. I went to uh, an uh, event venue space the other day. And what I noticed where I was, I was on the bathroom, uh, it was just a universal bathroom. But those, those are single-use bathrooms mm -hmm. where one individual at a time. Okay. Going to the bathroom where, you know, multiple folks can use it at the same time, that's where the difficulty comes in. Grand rising, grand rising. Good morning, Alpha. So, <laughs> so, um, so, you know, by nature, a man, when you're born, either a man or a female, you know, just because them people get up and say, boy, Jano Star, you know, I feel like me's a, a man wake up this morning and say, you know, I feel like me's a female. Or a woman wake up and say, you know, I feel like me's a male. You know, or a dog or a horse or whatever them want to identify as. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> everybody is running them off a sofa. Just because them wake up and say, you know, I feel like me at this today. I can never accept that something, I can never understand it because everybody around them now have to go suffer just because them wake up one morning and say, you know what, I feel like I had this today. 
you see me? But, but, this doesn't make no sense. And I, I get it. America and or the Western world, whatever. And this are for them laws and what they want to become laws. Or, you know what I mean? So going forward, you know what I mean? I guess going forward with, with the new buildings in Wild Eric. Or if them can't find the space, them do that. But for now, yo, I didn't you know, hold on on a porta potty and call it a day. You see what I say? Or, yeah, man, or continue using the same sex bathroom. You see me? Where you're born as. So, whether you have on a wig or you cut your hair short and start wearing man underpants or woman underwear, you see me? I say, yo, the sex where you're born as, go on hold on on the bathroom there until you get a porta potty. Or, or whatever the case may be. But other people can't suffer just because you wake up this man and say, I feel like you a man or a woman or a dog or a horse or a cat or a tree. Or, or a tree. That, that doesn't make no sense, Rasta. Is what it about me? just a unisex bathroom? I've seen places that have a man and a woman sign uh, uh, in one that. bathroom. You know, just that. build that and let, let call it a day. They can go in there. Yeah. Hey, mom, real quick. Yeah. Now these, these transgenders, mm -hmm. uh, look at the states where they don't have these issues. We are, for instance, New Jersey and uh, New York, California, the more, the more liberal states that allow these folks to use the bathroom as the sex that they identify as. Uh, what kind of problems are we seeing in, 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 in those states? Because sometimes it seems like these Republican states control, sometimes they are creating a problem where it's not because if I see someone going to a bathroom and it looks like a lady, walks like a lady, dressed like a lady, and I can't see their their their, 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 their parts, I don't know what they are. And if they go in the bathroom and they are going to sit on the toilet like the woman does, you know, so I think sometimes they create problems where, 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 where there's really, um, really no, no problem. I agree with you, naturalist. <laughs> Because I don't hear, I don't hear any any issues in in, in my city. We don't have any problems here in Florida. Well, not in Miami. I, we but the yeah. soon passed the same bill too. You know, we, that's true. Because he, we don't have any problems <laughs> down here. Quite frankly, we good so, down here. So, so what about that 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 with um a situation uh, we take place now, California, where the man say him is a him identify as a woman, and when he going to the the the, the female bathroom. Him actually a uh, peeping Tom and I'll try, you know what I mean? I'll try for a car woman into having sex. Nobody ever remember what that case said. Uh, right. I remember it. that, but that is why I'm saying, and as Nazuri said, a unisex bathroom. That So that eliminates the issue. So, I mean, you go to a unisex one. bathroom, exactly. Yeah. So there, uh, uh, there's well, no well, argument about it. It's an uh, easy right fix. Then. True. Alright, so hold on on a unisex bathroom you can't find one or a porta potty or whatever. And, you, you see me? If you go to the mall Afolabi, a lot of the malls they have um what you call family restrooms. Yeah, you can do so that. So you can use those as well. So there are options. So I do have to agree with you, naturalists. I think the Republicans are creating an unnecessary problem and creating division in a country. And let us remind let us be reminded. This is a country that was built on the foundation that we accept everyone, regardless of class, color, race, religion, sexual orientation, handicapped or not. That's yeah, I didn't what know this up that moment. Yeah, but so here's the thing. 
That's what this country was founded on. Those were the principles that this country was founded on. So if those are the principles, we need to be compassionate towards everyone, regardless of how they choose to identify. And in expressing that compassion and accommodating them, we have to provide these rooms for them. Because at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. People are free to choose to identify how they feel comfortable. There's a thing called free will. We all have it. We can choose to identify as how we feel, right? All I'm saying is make a provision for them. But when you restrict them and say you have to use a man bathroom or you have to use a woman bathroom because that's how you were born, you are now creating mental illness because these people are now suffering already from anxiety and depression and acceptance. You cannot, you cannot force somebody to be straight. Just like you cannot force somebody to be lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. You can't do that. And unfortunately, unfortunately, because of the suppression, people have committed suicide in the past. People are living double lives, which is more harmful than, than anything else. So if we are so concerned about people's mental health, why are we then doing this to them? Instead, let, I'll hold on, Israel. Instead, let us facilitate their mental well-being. Provide unisex bathrooms or transgender bathrooms, whatever, you, or family bathrooms that they can use. Go ahead, Missouri. Thank you, Mama. Sorry for cutting you off. No, I, I, this country is very sick. Okay, um, there's other countries that has, you know, gay, bisexual individuals, um, you know, all over the world. And yet, America is the only country that uh, has this issue. You know, gay and, and um, lesbians and bisexuals all over the world, they don't complain. You know, they do their, what they need to do and don't, they don't complain. You know, they go in whatever bathroom. This country seems like the only country that keeps up drama. I mean, to me. Now, I'm not saying... Um, gay people in other countries don't deal with their with, with bs i'm not saying that however it seems like america's always highlighting something there's always something you know uh and, and oh we're doing this to them we're doing that to them um if I, I believe if america would shut up build the unisex bathrooms and let people just be and not the politicians run, be no issue yeah you know America's full of drama. Yes, they're full. It's it's dramafied here. It really is, and it's getting annoying. I mean, me, I'm, I I don't agree with it, but everybody can do what they want to do behind closed doors. Me, I don't agree with pushing this towards children. I do not agree with that. I'm sorry. I'm not on board with that. However, if your child is whatever, figure it out. Get a unisex bathroom and call it a day. We we just hype stuff up too much here. Uh, thank you for letting me speak. You're welcome, Missouri. America is a grand reality show. Toronto police fatally shot a man who was seen carrying a firearm near three schools in the Scarborough area on Thursday. Police officers responded to reports of a man carrying a firearm, and there was an interaction between officers and the man, according to the Special Investigations Unit, in the Canadian province of Ontario. 
At some point during the interaction, two officers shot at the suspect, hitting him at least once. The suspect was pronounced dead at the scene. At least four schools in the area were under lockdown Thursday as authorities tried to determine the extent of the threat, according to the series of tweets from the Toronto District School Board. The incident comes as the U.S. is grappling with the shock of two recent mass shootings, its deadliest school shooting in nearly a decade in Uvalde, Texas, and a racist shooting at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. We certainly understand the trauma and how traumatic this must have been for staff, students, and parents, given the two recent events that have happened in the U.S., said Toronto Police Chief James Raymer at a news briefing after the incident. He added that he understands the community's concern as the armed suspect was very close to schools. And here's what we need to be looking out for. DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, and tune into Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. It's music, news, and naturalists' views. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sonette, Rose Solo, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse. And tune into QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Join us Monday, June 6th for Season 3 and another stimulating conversation. Check out the Jano Radio crew on JanoRadio.com and download the app today, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Join Rose Solo for the Solo show every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, and stay tuned because right after that, DJ Rookie brings us Vibes Tuesdays, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. The pre weekend vibes. We kick that off with DJ Lankimatic every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And then we get our weekend started right with Mixmaster Kavon as he brings us Wanted Fridays every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And he returns on a Saturday with Freestyle Saturdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. DJ Simple. Every Saturday and Sunday, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Blazing Saturdays and a Big People Sunday. Coming up after the music break, we do have business and tech and health and science news. And remember, coming up later on, we have the Friday Mix with DJ Rads. Here is our Feature Friday artist for today, new edition with Tears on My Pillow.
Come on, Rick. You know who that was. That was little Anthony. Little Anthony? Are you serious? Wait, 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 wait a minute, fellas. Wait a minute. Ronnie, Ricky, Ralph, and Mike, right? Yeah, yeah you, you know your name, though. Know, oh, yeah, I know your name if you catch a bag. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, you're trying to take over the song with that run you just did. Oh, no, I'm not. No, anybody can do that, man. You can do it. You think so? I know you can. Come man, on. Man, why don't you make it the new edition of the I rest. think you can do it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try it. Listen to this right here. Good morning to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, and to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. You are tuned in to Coffee and Toe World News on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You just heard New Edition, Tears on My Pillow. And now it is time for Business and Tech News. Elon Musk sued by Twitter shareholders for manipulating company stock. Well, it looks like Elon Musk is in a bit of legal trouble with Twitter. The social media company's shareholders are suing Musk for making false and disparaging statements about the company to lower its stock value. The lawsuit was filed in federal district court in San Francisco on Wednesday night, alleging that the Tesla CEO has actively manipulated the company's stock for personal gain. The Tesla and SpaceX CEO revealed a significant stake in Twitter on April 4 and 10 days later proposed a buyout for $44 billion. Since Musk's acquisition bid, Twitter's share price has dropped more than 12% and Tesla's is down about 28% as part of a broad sell-off in tech stocks. Tesla shares were off more than 40% at the end of trading Wednesday since Musk first revealed his stake. The complaint focuses on Musk's conduct since signing the purchase agreement with Twitter's board on April 25th, particularly his recent statement that the deal cannot move forward without more information about automated accounts on the platform. After signing the agreement, the complaint, the complaint alleges Musk proceeded to make statements, send tweets, and engage in conduct designed to create doubt about the deal and drive Twitter's stock down substantially in order to create leverage that Musk hoped to use. And that hope was to either back out of the purchase or renegotiate the buyout price. 
The lawsuit is a proposed class action brought up by a small group of shareholders who are seeking damages that would be distributed among anyone holding the company's stock. Okay. Huh. Elon, I hope that's not what you're really doing. Trying to manipulate the system to get the platform at a much lower rate. So, but wasn't he the one who offered the $44 billion? Because did Twitter put up a sticker price? I don't remember Twitter putting up a sticker price on their platform. I remember him being the one to um, make that offer, propose that offer. But anyway, rich people problems, not mine. Pepsi has announced that the company will no longer sponsor the Super Bowl halftime show. Pepsi reportedly renewed its contract with the NFL, but the deal does not include the halftime show. Throughout the 10-year agreement, the NFL and Pepsi's partnership was worth roughly $2 billion. In October 2021, CNBC reported that the Super Bowl halftime rights could hit the market and the NFL would seek up to $50 million for them. After 10 years of iconic Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show performances, we have decided it's time to pass the mic. Thank you to the amazing artists. Thank you to the fans who helped us create some incredible moments along the way. Now, on to the next stage. Why don't I think they were doing it for longer than 10 years? Weren't they the ones behind the... No, they were not. Erks, pump my brakes right there. No, they were not. Okay. Let's see who will take up the baton. Despite pain at the pump, Americans are hitting the road. As petrol prices continue to break records across the United States, putting a significant strain on Americans' wallets and threatening economic growth, analysts predict that pain at the pump will cause some demand destruction in the coming months of the U.S. summer driving season. Oil climbed to a two-month high on Thursday on signs of tight supply. But despite soaring prices, the highest inflation in over 40 years, and a plummeting stock market, most American drivers are filling up this Memorial Day weekend, according to the AAA. 39 million people are expected to travel more than 50 miles from their homes this weekend, an 8% increase from last year when gas averaged $3 per gallon. According to AAA, all 50 states had national retail prices of more than $4 per gallon as of this week, with Oklahoma offering the cheapest gas at $4.03 per gallon and California offering the most expensive at an average of $6.06 .06 per gallon. With a gallon of gas costing more than hourly minimum wage in some states, a growing number of American families are going into credit card debt to fill up. Ooh, wasn't there a conversation? Did I hear it here or did I hear it elsewhere? Um, that the administration was considering giving $100 per um family member for gas for about six months or did i hear that in my dream must have been in my dream but um we're sending money to the ukraine billions of dollars hundreds of millions of dollars in different increments can we get some reprieve can we, the people who pay the taxes that you're using to send the money overseas to fund the Ukraine war, we are struggling here. Everything has gone up. I've told you when I went into um, the supermarket, 
and a loaf of hard dough bread were used to, which was expensive from the get-go anyway, which was $4 and some cents, gone up to $5 and some cents, and the bread looked even smaller. So you get even more expensive then. <laughs> but you can find the money to send to the Ukraine. We're suffering, folks. I can't imagine the people in California. $6 average, $6.06 per gallon. Yep. And what about us? What about us? We're feeling it. Everything has gone up. I told you about the price of eggs. A flat of eggs, two and a half dozen eggs in the supermarket, $8 and change. Something that you used to pay $4 for. Like the lady said on the TikTok. What? These eggs coming from the Ukraine? Everything has gone up. Paychecks aren't increasing. Income is not going up. I feel it for those who do not have more than one source of income. I really do. And even then, there is an infringement. There's an imposition on their, their revenue, their net. When is the government going to listen to us and do something for us in this war? Other countries, look at um, was it Venezuela, we just read last week. They're able to, as long as their citizens have the uh, tarjeta, um, the Patriot card, they, and they go to the gas station, subsidized, they were paying two cents per gallon because the government is subsidizing the, the gas and oil prices for them. Unsubsidized, it worked out to like 50 cents US per gallon. Other countries are helping their people. Guyana, helping their people. What are we doing? Taking our money and funding a war. Biden nears decision on student loans as inflation worries mount. Top White House aides have drafted the order for canceling some student loan debt, but they're still waiting for President Joe Biden to make up his mind. <laughs> he had to make up his mind because he has no mind. <laughs> oh Jesus! Who are we? Who are we? Who are we? I said this the other day. Americans need to get up one day and everybody just say we're not paying our damn taxes because there's nothing to our benefit. Our tax money is used for everything else but us. When we need it. I feel like the church in Atlanta where the people went to the church for help. And they tell them, oh, well, you're not a member of the church, so you can't get help. And then those who are, who are members of the church pay them tithes and collections every week. When they present their light bill asking for some help. Oh, we can't. But I'm going to turn around and ask you for body for a private jet. That's how I feel. We pay our taxes. You can't help us out. With, you can't subsidize gas for us. And now, uh, Joe Biden, you can't make your mind up on whether to go forward with it. Somebody slap him and make him wake up, please. Because if I remember well, and please correct me if I'm wrong, a part of his campaign was a push to have at least $10,000 
eliminated from student debt, if I remember well. Got me here to this. Okay, so I'm not deaf then, and I'm not losing it. I'm not paranoid. I'm not sleeping. But I remember that clearly. And I remember that based on that promise to push for that, a lot of young people turned out at the polls because they're like, yes, some reprieve. Only what, two years later, we're still waiting for you to make your mind up. A pair of commencement speeches scheduled for this weekend might seem like a perfect setting for an announcement. But White House aides expect that the president will only touch on the subject then. The aides are still expecting that a final decision will take more time. It didn't take them long to decide to send money over to Ukraine. 40, what, $40 billion? $7 billion more than what was presented? When he went to Congress and said, can we get $33 billion? I said, sure, let's tack on $7 billion more. Not to mention the 150, 150 where you slipped through the cracks? Yeah, no, okay. And there have been different increments in the hundreds of millions that have gone through that we, we, we you know, they slipped through. She's right. For months, internal conversations have circled around whether the president actually has the legal authority to unilaterally cancel loans, not to mention Biden's own continuing skepticism that canceling loans violates principles forged as a pre-baby boomer representing a state that's the homeland of consumer debt. Somebody make that make sense to me. Canceling loans violates principles forged as a pre-baby boomer representing a state that's the homeland of consumer debt. Biden and aides have also long been worried that the right answer to Republican attacks that Democrats are all about government handouts, just not to us, and catering to elites is not to be seen as handing out money to the most highly educated. That's what led them to eye a $125,000 annual income limit for forgiveness, believing that limit is both in line with the progressive income tax model and good politics. In recent weeks, though, people involved tell CNN that nearly every internal conversation about what to do has eventually turned to asking if canceling the debt will feed inflation just at the moment when Democrats are hoping the rates will start to tick down ahead of the midterms after spending much of 2021 worried that they were not going big enough in the face of the crisis the economic situation including the threat of tipping into a recession by next year has biden and his inner circle nervous about going any bigger at all but handing out money to the ukraine didn't make y'all nervous but doing something for the people of your country that pay taxes is making you nervous <laughs> wow 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 is all i can say i don't know mars looking real good more and more each day dude no go out there i probably want, then probably um start the whole colonized thing all over again put up on a pl plantation all over uh, again listen, build up over there. so no listen, go out there i'll take my chances right now but let me ask you when you're filing your taxes and you have a student loan how does that affect your taxes hold on hold on hold on miss donna can you speak miss donna can you talk miss donna is probably busy because i want to know does anybody know 
I can I can tell you quickly. It's you you um good morning. Good morning, Empress. Good morning, Empress. You can you can what happens is when you file your taxes, what you pay, you give them the form that shows the interest uh-huh. that they are uh, off of it and you get some money back from that. So uh, all your so the different um loan companies that you borrowed from they submit to to you on um i think around january i usually get mine around january um the the interest from the amount that you pay in the previous year and then you take that and it helps a little um with your taxes but it's not a, a huge deal it's not because it doesn't um you pay a lot, you know, you, you pay the amount, especially if you have like advanced degrees uh, and it, it, it's a lot that you pay for your for your um, for your schooling. And then on top of that, there is interest over time. Just it's a loss in my book, but it's helpful, you know, when you actually doing your taxes for the year. OK, thank you, Empress. Thank you so much. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Miss Donna Ingram, CEO of AD1 Tax Prep. What's up? Eyes <laughs> here, girl. Eyes here over here making reels. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. That's what you do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How's everybody doing this morning? We're doing good. Pretty good. We're doing good. How are you? That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, we're doing what we do. Um, just planning for the next Zoom for all hairstylists and all makeup artists oh, yeah, or next Zoom right. for June. So, you know, we're getting prepared for that. But, you know, we're just trying to plug along, man, you know, with all the sadness in the world. You know, we we still don't want to post about our business, but then we still, you know, it's, it's, it's rough. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Sometimes I feel bad. I'm posting a laughing video. It's like the world is sad, but we need to laugh. We need to laugh, need but to then laugh. I feel, I personally feel guilty sometimes when I post a video that's like, oh, I'm having such a great time. And then people out here are really just having a hard time. Um, but, you know, it's all relative, I guess. Yeah. But it's a, it's a rough time. It's, it's a rough decision, even in your own business, for me personally. Right. You know what I mean? And um, it's a struggle with my video this morning. Like, do I even post that? You know what I mean? Like, but I want to promote my business. But then do I mourn with the world? I am mourning my own self because I have a child. So right. and I know we talked about that earlier, but I have a child. So it's, it's, it's just hard all the way around the board. Yeah, it is. Thank you for coming and supporting, Donna. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, four U.S. engineering students were brainstorming the perfect invention for their product design course when lunch inspiration literally fell into their laps. Erin was eating a burrito and the tortilla opened all over her. One of the four, Tyler Guarino, tells CNN, it hit her then. This is a problem that we can solve. Guarino, Erin Walsh, Marie Eric, and Rachel Nee were seniors at John Hopkins University in Baltimore when they embarked on their mission to create an edible tape that could hold wraps and burritos together last year. Today, they are proud of their prototype product, dubbed Tasty Tape. And yes, the Tasty is spelled like our tasty cheese that we get from Jamaica. They had three main criteria for their tape. It needed to be clear and colorless, 
have no taste and no noticeable texture. After testing various combinations, they hit on the magic recipe, which of course they're not going to let us know, um, which is also gluten-free and suitable for vegans. I don't know if I want tape on my burrito. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, when when the Mexicans wrap that thing up, it, it holds. It doesn't well, pull out. Um, if I tell you, so y'all probably better go learn from them. Yeah. I mean, when I make my burritos at home, they don't fall apart. And of course, you wrap it in foil or um, parchment paper and it stays together just fine for me. I don't know. Another chemical to hit our bodies. Health and Science News CDC identifies nine monkeypox cases in seven states. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is investigating more cases of monkeypox across the United States as part of a global outbreak. The CDC has identified nine monkeypox cases, according to Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Cases have been identified in Massachusetts, Florida, Utah, Washington, California, Virginia, and New York. Most of the cases are within gay and bisexual men and other men who have sex with men, she said. Virginia announced Thursday that the case in its state is a woman. Walensky called for an approach guided by science, not by stigma. This is a community that has the strength and has demonstrated the ability to address challenges to their health by focusing on compassion and science, she said in an apparent reference to the AIDS epidemic. While some groups may have a greater chance of exposure right now, infectious diseases do not care about state or international borders. They are not contained within social networks, and the risk of exposure is not limited to one particular group, she warned. Coming up after the music break, we do have Sports Caribbean Corner and news out of Latin America. Here is New Edition again with their Let's Cool It Now.
must know the pace, you can't mess with her mind. She feels to say she'll let you know, just prepare yourself and be ready to go. And I hope this message stays in your mind, cause you almost lost a girl who was right on time. Here's one more thing that you got to know, just cool it down and stay in control. You're tuned into QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Thank you to all our listeners for checking in. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. You are listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You just heard new edition, Cool It Now. Who else was doing the dance? I was. <laughs> It's funny how yeah, my can, wife was. <laughs> we can remember routines from 20 years ago. <laughs> the power of music. Oh boy, now it's <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it's more than 20 years, isn't it? That song came out. It's been because I was in high school. Yep, it's telling our age for yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I was in high school in the 80s. Yep, yeah, it's Ooh. in the 80s. It was way more than 20 years. Yeah, when. The group New Edition came to light. I was sure I was going to get married to Ralph Tresvant. Talk about it. Talk about <sighs> it. Mm-hmm. I loved him. You could keep Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Ricky and, Mike. and Mike. Don't talk about Ronnie. Don't talk about Ronnie. It was Ralph and Ronnie. Ralph oh, gosh. And Ronnie. The rest I was in love with Ralph. I thought he was the cutest thing on two feet. Wow. When you're young, I love Ralph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still love Ralph. <laughs> and there's a if you ever hear about a woman stalking Ryan DeVoe outside of his Atlanta real estate market, that would be, it'd be me. It'd be me. It'd be me. Good morning, everyone. Oh boy! And they still pack out, you know, venues. Wow, gotta love them. Bubba V, look like TD Jakes right now. <laughs> you know you're gonna behave yourself. 
You're going to sit yourself in that corner. Um, Missouri, please put Afro in the Missouri, back of the truck. Missouri, can you get him, please? Uh, put him in the back of the truck. Put him in a corner because he's violating right about now. Come on, Afro. Come on now, right? Cool it now, Afro. Cool it now. And now it's time. Wow, for- really? <laughs> and now it's time for sports news. Ex-girlfriend of Shikari Richardson confirms abuse allegations and encourages her to press charges. Shikari Richardson has alleged that her ex-girlfriend abused her during their two-year relationship, claims that the fellow track star confessed to. The history of domestic violence came to the surface when Richardson took to her Instagram last week to share that she had recently got out of a violent relationship with a woman she only identified as a Jamaican athlete in the post. I was abused and stolen from, yet protected her from the judgment of her country and family while they dragged me, she wrote, also revealing in that transparent moment that she had to deal with homophobia stemming from that relationship as well. Janique Brown, a fellow sprinter from Kingston, Jamaica, initially denied the allegations. However, the 24-year-old eventually came forward during an Instagram live session and admitted to the abuse. However, she said that she was only abusive once with Richardson during their toxic relationship. I was abusive once that there was physical evidence of. And we moved on. And even after then, I was trying to move on from that. We still got nowhere, Brown shared. While she did accuse Richardson of clout chasing by coming forward with a story now, she encouraged her ex to file charges against her if she saw it fit. Both Brown and Richardson are decorated track athletes. In 2019, Brown won the 100-meter hurdles during the NCAA championships, setting a new record. Richardson won the 100-meter dash in the U.S. Olympic trials in June 2021 and was noted as the fastest woman in America. As of now, it remains unclear if Shikari Richardson will take her ex's advice and press charges. Oops. Okay. Shikari Hmm. When the story came out last week, I paid it no attention. I honestly didn't. Um, I put it to the side. I did. I ignored it because I figured there was more to come. And here we go. There's more to come. It has arrived. And here it is. Um, press charges. Does this person live in Jamaica or do they live in the States? Where does um, Brown live? I mean, if she's in Jamaica, she can say press charges. Um but why would you stay in you know what we have had this, this discussion judge not let's you be judged okay let's keep it moving people stay in relationships for various reasons okay and now we understand why there is such um this what's the right word i don't want to use hate i need a softer word not hate um she doesn't really like the Jamaicans right now. I get it, Shikari. I get where you're coming from. Okay. So according to a source, Colin Kaepernick just finished a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. On Wednesday, Kaepernick hit the field with the Las Vegas Raiders six years after seemingly being blacklisted by the NFL after he took a knee in protest against police brutality in the United States. This will be the first time that he's visited a team since meeting with the Seattle Seahawks back on May, well, back in May 2017, and this is according to ESPN. Back in April, Cap sat down for an interview with the I Am Athlete podcast and opened up about him being part of an NFL team again. That 2016 season, my last year, 
my teammates, teammates voted me most courageous and inspirational player, Kaepernick said. So when you're talking about the people that are in the building, that has never come out that I've been a distraction. That has never come out that I've been an issue for the people I've played with. He added that the NFL should be more in alignment with his social views. You have end, end racism on the, back, on the back end of your end zone. You have Black Lives Matter on your helmets. Everything I've said should be in alignment with what you are saying publicly, he said. It's a $16 billion business. When I first took a knee, my jersey went to number one. When I did the deal with Nike, their value increased by $6 billion. Yep, $6 billion with a B. Wow. So why did they shut him out then? And he has a valid point. If in your end zone, on the back of it, you're going to have, in big letters, end racism. And if you're going to put Black Lives Matter on the helmets, isn't it kind of hypocritical that you would punish him because he took a knee seeking equality, but because you had the orange man talking about disrespectful son of a bee and feeling that he was attacking the flag and attacking the, the, the military, the ignoramuses listened to Mr. Orange and caused him to be penalized for something that he was very, um, his statements are valid. His actions were valid. Go right ahead. I know someone opened their mic. I wasn't looking on my phone. I do apologize. Yeah, um, I found out something about him just supposed to just play a ball, you know what I mean? Uh, deal with him like a slave when my mother did, you know, didn't go draft and stuff. I keep him on shot, know your place. Just play a ball and keep him on shot. How dare you? Yeah. Nike's value went up by $6 billion. His jersey went number one. Sounds as though he was the most profitable athlete and wasn't even on the field. <laughs> Six years punished for standing up for what's right. Six years. Very hypocritical. I mean, come on. This is what we all know that to them, black lives really don't matter. So yeah. that's just. That's what it is. You're absolutely right. And now it is time for Caribbean Corridor. Antigua and Barbuda look to sand mining as new source of revenue. A report was presented to the Antigua and Barbuda government yesterday regarding harvesting open water sand deposits. The report, presented by Minister of Social Transformation and Blue Economy, Dean Jonas, said that billions of tons of sand is available in Antigua and Barbuda's exclusive economic zone and could be harvested safely over a 20-year period. A note from the Cabinet, the Fisheries Department, the Department of Environment and Development Control Authority, 
will all play a role in ensuring that sand harvesting can be done safely and securely without affecting fish stocks or the environment. That's right, Antigua and Barbuda. Capitalize on your assets. And now we go to our next story. Cops believe politicians' murder on Marcus Garvey Drive was a hit. And this story comes to us out of Jamaica. Jamaica Labour Party politician Lennox Hines was shot dead by gunmen along Marcus Garvey Drive in St. Andrew on Thursday afternoon. Hines was the JLP's councillor caretaker for the South Borough Division in Portmore, St. Catherine. Reports from police sources are that Hines was waiting in traffic under the bridge when several gunshots were heard. Sources report that two men on a motorcycle were seen leaving the scene. The incident caused a massive pileup of traffic. Police following the incident sent out an advisory informing motorists heading towards Portmore, St. Catherine from Hagley Park Road in St. Andrew to divert to Spanish Town Road. The police say they believe the attack was a contract killing. Hines and other men had previously been charged with murder in the shooting of Aura Livermore, a resident of Portsmouth in St. Catherine, leading up to the 2007 general election. They were, however, acquitted in the Home Circuit Court in 2013. So, Heinz is the politician. He was involved in an allegation of murder. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Didn't I say this the other day that most killings in Jamaica are usually um, a target? They're not just random. Outside of a few robbers here and there. But usually when you hear of situations like this, yeah come on and this is why they say politicians are dirty i'm sorry to be saying this he's died yes i really am sorry to be saying this i shouldn't be but let this be um a lesson an eye-opener that you can't get into politics and play dirty you can't do that you're supposed to be representing your communities, your country. Do the right thing, man. Do the right thing. So clearly this is a message now to politicians. Don't think that you are safe anymore. You can't play both sides of the fence, folks. You can't. You're calling out criminals and you're calling about the situation in the country and you're a part of it. Very hypocritical. You are a part of the problem. Condemning. Well, sorry it happened to you. Jamaican writer Diana McCauley wins 2022 Commonwealth short story. Jamaican writer Diana McCauley has won. She beat off strong competition from 2019 winner Alexia Tolas from the Bahamas and fellow Jamaican Sharma Taylor. She will go through to the final round of judging and the overall winner will be announced on June 21st. McCall's winning story, Bridge Over the Yalis River, is a story about the impacts of short-term construction work by overseas crews on community life in Jamaica. Illustrated by the wrenching choices a father must make between his ability to earn and his daughter's health. In a double hit for the Caribbean, a former math teacher 
who moved to the UK from St. Vincent and the Grenadines as a teacher. Cecil Brown has won the 2022 Commonwealth Short Story Prize, Canada and Europe, for his story, A Hat for Lemur, set in 19th century St. Vincent. The story revolves around a woman faced with a dilemma after emancipation. Brown is the first author from St. Vincent and the Grenadines to win a regional prize. So congratulations to Diana McCauley as well as to Brown, Cecil Brown. Awesome. It's good when we can hear some good news. In the SVG, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, a man arrested for threatening to shoot a student at a Catholic school. Police have arrested a man who allegedly went into a classroom at St. Mary's Roman Catholic School in the capital and threatened to shoot one of his daughter's 11-year-old female classmates on Wednesday. The man is said to have issued the threat after his daughter and her grade 5 classmate had an altercation. He reportedly went into the school and took a photograph of the girl who had reportedly had a fight with his daughter. According to a well-placed source, the father then told the child that he was going for his gun and would shoot and kill her anywhere he met her. On Wednesday, police issued a statement refuting reports on social media about a man who had entered the school brandishing a firearm. There was an incident earlier today at the said school and the person of interest is cooperating with the police. The students and members of staff are safe. Wow, is this what we're doing now? In the Caribbean? Wow. And how do we know that what the daughter said is true? There are three sides to every story. Three sides to every story, folks. You can't always take the story of one person. The reporting party. Because, of course, they're going to tell it how they see fit to their benefit. And a lot of times people always don't tell you how it really go, right? So whether it's your child or not, before taking sides and before jumping to a conclusion, get all the facts. Get all the facts. Be careful when people are coming to you and telling you their side and don't want you to hear the other side. You know what I mean? There's his side, her side, and the truth sides but for a father to do this what are you teaching your daughter you're telling your child this is how we handle things we kill people somebody does something or says something we don't like we kill people that's the message you're sending that's what you're teaching the children just kill the person eliminate the person get it over with you know, I was listening to a clip from Ricky Smiley um, yesterday on his IG. And he said, "This j- people are weak now. Weak. People in their 30s and younger. Weak. Nobody knows how to put them up and fight anymore. Nobody knows how to have conversation. Nobody knows how to sit down and hash things out. The only resolve is to pull a trigger, pull your trigger, pull out a gun and fire. That's it. That's how we resolve issues now. And it's sad. And he also went on to mention that he feels a big part of the problem, which we mentioned earlier, is the village has gone. There was a time when children 
in the presence of an adult would not say certain things or behave a certain way because you knew damn well if you do what was waiting for you by the time you got home. You knew that if your parents heard that you cursed, that was a huge problem. You knew that if you were misbehaving in the streets, chances are the person who saw you would discipline you then and there. And then when you get home, you get another case of disciplining. Whatever format that took. But now, nobody wants to talk to anybody. Oh no, we see I'm blind, hair and deaf. Not my child, not my problem. That's, the, that's where we are at. Because that's what parents want. Leave my child alone. And when you and there was a time, remember, it went to um, don't talk to my child, come to me. You would go to the parent, and the parent would deal with the situation, reprimand the child, punish the child. But now it's don't talk to my child and don't come talk to me either. Because my child will never, or my child knowing full what you know what your children are capable of, you know. No matter how we want to say we don't, we really know what our children are capable of. I remember seeing this other thing um, on TikTok. Yes, I do scroll through TikTok a lot because I need to laugh. Um, where this little girl and her parents, and they're trying to figure out where she got her attitude from. And she says, any problems with the product, consult the manufacturer. And she pointed at both parents. Children are listening to us, believe it or not. They're watching us. They're, they're paying attention to how we respond to certain things, whether it's things we watch on TV or things we see out when we're out in the streets. They're paying attention, folks. So we can't remove ourselves from their behavior. But this is what this father chose to do. Well, you're going to sit in jail. Who's going to defend your daughter now? When can we get back to parenting? Nothing is wrong with being your child's friend because you're supposed to be the space that your child comes to and feels safe to talk to you. But when did we say we don't parent anymore? And then let me bring it to the states. One of the part of the problem in this country is that parents are not allowed to parent. Parents are not allowed to correct. So because parents can't can't correct, guess what they have? Correctional facilities. Yeah. You can't parent the child because we need them to fill up the correctional facilities. You try to discipline your child, they call 911. Children telling parents, oh, you can't come in my room. This is my room. Well, oh, your room. You're paying the rent here. You're paying the mortgage. You pay the taxes. Are you buying the grocery? You pay the light bill, water bill, cable, phone, insurance. You pay all of that? Oh, but I can't come in your room. Children putting up signs on doors, stay out. Parents afraid to go in their children's rooms. Afraid to tell their children it's bedtime. Afraid to tell their children this is what I prepared for dinner. No, it's, what would you like for dinner today, honey? Oh, I cooked this today. Is this what you want? 
afraid to tell children to clean their rooms. We no longer parent. Afraid to tell our children, no, you cannot go over to the neighbor today. No, you can't go to that party this weekend. Afraid to tell the children, no, you can't get those sneakers because I can't afford it. So we have become caterers and enablers. There is no handbook for parenting, but there is common sense, folks. And I understand the need to want to give your child everything you didn't have. But are children exposed to the reward system anymore? Or we just give them everything? And in giving them everything, they develop the sense of entitlement. Or are we having a barter system with them based on their capabilities? Not every child is going to be a straight-A student. But you know your child's capabilities, you know their potential, you know their abilities. And if you say to them, okay, if you give me this, you'll get this in exchange. And give them something to work towards so that they can feel accomplished. They can have that sense of pride. We don't do that. They'll have D's and F's and come to you, oh, I want the latest game. And yep, here you go, take it. Oh, no worries. We reward bad behavior. We no longer give them something to aspire to. Can we get back to parenting, please? Please, get back to parenting. You don't want anybody else parenting your child? Parent your child then. Facts. I'm sorry. You got me saying amen. 100% moments. 100%. Giving you your flowers this morning. Giving you your flowers this morning. Thank you so much, Javert. But yeah, we need to get back to reality and stop fooling ourselves. In Trinidad and Tobago, this story comes to us. Trigger warning, this article contains information of sensitive nature. Details include the alleged sexual assault of a minor. This information can potentially be upsetting and may trigger negative feelings or memories. Folks, just letting you know. A 30-year-old Trinidadian man was granted bail by a judge in New York City after he was charged with raping a 13-year-old girl. Bail was set at $150,000 cash, $300,000 bond, or $1.5 million partial bond by the judge, though prosecutors argued that Andrew Ramsaroop posed a flight risk. Ramsaroop, with a South Ozone Park neighborhood in Queens, New York, was arrested last week. According to news reports, which cited police, he was charged with second-degree rape, second-degree criminal sexual act, and endangering the welfare of a child. The accused allegedly met the victim on the social media application Snapchat. After making plans, the two met at the Smith Haven Mall in Lake Grove on May 13. Investigators allegedly told the New York Post that Ramsarup tried to coax the girl and her friend into his vehicle but was rebuffed. Later on that day, he supposedly met her at a playground where he raped her. He was arrested that evening after the girl informed a school official about the rape and the school notified the police. Why was he granted bail? Somebody tell me please, why? Oh, so I'm gonna go out and do it all over again. 
Why was he granted bail? 13-year-old. She and her friend dismissed you at the mall. Dismissed you. And you sought her out again. That means you were deliberate. You didn't take heed and say, you know something, let me not pursue this. Let me take this as a warning. What? Big man na turn on, big man again, a little girl to them thing. What is the fascination? What is this fascination with little children? She could have been your child. What is this? This. <sighs> Glad it ain't my child. That's all I'm going to say because I don't know. That's all I'm going to say on that matter. I don't know. Sandals to install carbon monoxide detectors in all of its properties. Sandals announced yesterday that it will be installing carbon monoxide CO detectors at all of its properties across the Caribbean following the death of three guests at the Emerald Bay Resort on Exuma in the Bahamas. Ensuring the safety and well-being of our guests and team members is and will always be paramount. It is for this reason that we have taken additional measures such as engaging environmental safety experts for a comprehensive review of all systems across the resort. In addition, CO detectors have now been placed in all guest rooms at Sandals, Emerald Bay, and although not mandated at any Caribbean destination where we operate, detectors will be installed in all guest rooms throughout the portfolio. The statement continued to say, we remain devastated by the unimaginable event that occurred at Sandals Emerald Bay Resort earlier this month that resulted in the loss of three lives, including two members of our beloved travel advisor community and the recovery of a fourth guest. We wish to once again extend our deepest sympathies and our heartfelt condolences to the Phillips and Chiarella families. The announcement from Sandals came after autopsies confirmed that husband and wife Robbie and Michael Phillips of Tennessee and Vincent Paul Chiarella of Florida died of carbon monoxide poisoning earlier this month. Well, thank you, Sandals, for taking steps to correct the issue. And I would strongly encourage all hotels throughout the Caribbean, if they don't already have that in place, put CO detectors in all guest rooms. I would encourage all small business owners, those that operate Airbnbs and you have AC units, do the same. It's an investment worth making. Because CO, carbon monoxide, is something you can't smell, feel, or taste. Do it in your homes, folks. If you don't have a detector in your home, I think um, some homes come with it automatically. Um, some you have to get your you can get your cable provider to install it i know um at&t provides it xfinity provides it um if not i remember kev rock when he was in here he said you can go to to um one of these large box stores and buy one for twenty dollars on average okay so invest in it please secure yourselves secure your families take care Please, I, I do ask. And those are our stories out of the Caribbean. Thank you for that. No stories out of Latin America, but here is what we have coming up. 
DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, and tune into Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern, inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. It's music news and Naturalist views. And I'll be joining Naturalist this Sunday for Classic Sunday. So tune in for that. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sonette, Rosola, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse. And tune into QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Join us Monday, June 6th when we return with Season 3. Yes, Season 3. And more stimulating conversations. So Memorial Day, Monday, there will be no days after dark. Sorry, folks. I did not realize that it was a holiday. So we are not airing Monday night, but we'll be back with Season 3, Monday, June 6th. Don't forget to check out the Jano Radio crew on janoradio.com and download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Join Rose Solo for the Rose Solo Show Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, and stay tuned because right after that, DJ Rookie. He brings you Vibes Tuesdays, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. And you can start your weekend early on a Thursday with DJ Lenkimatic as he starts you off with a free weekend vibes every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And come Friday, it's Wanted Fridays at 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Mix Master Kevon. And he returns on Saturday with Freestyle Saturdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. On Saturday and Sunday, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, DJ Simple brings us Blazing Saturdays and Big People Sunday. And now, folks, it's time for us to get into the Friday Mix. I'm so looking forward to this one. Good morning, everybody. I would like to thank you so much for tuning into JohnnoRadio.com. Thank you so much for making it coffee and toe in the morning with moments. My name is DJ Reds, and this week you will be listening to my 15 minutes of the Friday mix. I hope you enjoy it. Stay tuned. I don't want no fly guy. I just want a shy guy. That's what I want to do. Whatever no DJ Reds. Let me play right away and hold the The man, them a rush me Just a whip a pretty boy, I want to love me I need them love Yes, I need them love Show them know me sweet and me sexy Every way me go, me say me ever ready I need them love Yes, I need them love But I don't want somebody Loving everybody I need a shy guy, a guy
start this, you want to miss I will start up a brand new relationship I'm gonna flex like witch, lock her off like switch If you disrespect me, dump you like rubbish Do you want to miss, do you want to this? Then I will start up a brand new relationship I'm gonna flex like witch, lock her off like switch When if you listen to this Well, old boy, anyway, you see your tell her to see fall You wanna rock home from me, I be little crystal No, she have a bad man round her back wall And you see don't you a baller No, you go so tapy a young girl a caller No more headache anytime the rain fall In a love life you have to be comfortable Here come the things call What? Do you want this? Do you want this? Make us start up a brand new relationship I'm gonna flex like witch, cut her off like switch If you disrespect me, don't you like rubbish Do you want this? You want this? Then I will start up a brand new relationship I'm gonna flex like witch, cut her off like switch Oh na 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 na, it's all about Romy And the big fat sister now Watch out, man. We represent for the girl and DJ. The talks them DJ, the bad DJ, DJ Red. Him girl want blow me to chase and me blow me. Me here now you me. A fifteen hundred. Me check it out. Deep down to the grandma heart. Me saw a girl to buy grudge me. Me boy bad mind me. That's why me have to jump on and roll me. And him big fat sister now you me. Me two of them claim say them know me. And them argument throw me, throw me, throw me. That boy get him roll me. And him big fat sister now. I send them well, play music feed them well. See the Christian we call them, yeah. Cause all the devil control them, slide. I still see I send them well, can you take a free play them, yeah. Mr. Robbie, my best them well. That's the gang from the left, that's Tonight, after me call you, first time see you me 
drink and them sing her. The matter what a man want one repeater. How much girl want the entertainer? Now the girl them sugar pan ya. Girl them want me put drink and them sing her. The matter what a man want one repeater. How much girl want the entertainer? Now they girl them sugar, sugar. 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 So them in the air like you're talking about four. Now one day in the black or ring or a law. So now one hour computer turn on. Drop me company, call it down. Find them now your family from the box you got. Hold on y'all walk like she a climb down the law. Dance all through in a sudden so they make one. Here when the DJ a sing set. Y'all them mommy put drink on them finger. Them watch a whole of money while one red piece up. How much y'all want the entertainer? Now they girl them sugar for ya. Bring out your friend. 
Me not go run me, I go turn up till the end. Cause me a boy who take up all it and turn it and carry. Why come a grow down a poor man a rock? Why a spread rumors say how Shelly sauce? Shelly say a lion she a cuss be a clot A come him come pick a clot round a fine part A sima worthless wall, oh liar Come pick a tell girl say him tired Him a worthless wall, oh liar Come pick a tell her say him tired Shelly come check me because so direct She say from she all in the slum she get She just say cold down another ketchup and bread But this bread a come fast like a new jumbo jet A sima worthless wall, oh liar Come pick a tell girl say him tired Him a worthless wall, oh liar Come pick a tell girl say Boy, I can't play the house with me, girl. Me will step in my face, in my face. No fear if I start and touch and I roll. Me will step in my face, in my face. Hey, watch it, man. Represent the girl in DJ. Don't be the DJ, the bad DJ. DJ, rest. Me will step in my face, in my face. Hey, watch it, man. Me represent for the girl them DJ. The talks them DJ, the bad DJ, DJ Red. That was the Friday mix, and I'm out of breath, courtesy of DJ Reds. DJ Reds, you better open your mic and speak. I hope you can. Good morning, 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 everybody. Morning, morning, morning. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, the morning take my back to school fit the primary school <laughs> my, and then my, my live from primary school I don't have and I run up and down with my friend them. Cha cha. Yeah, you know, we just we just tried to keep it on the level, you know, since I have a nice like, weekend coming up and thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I mean everybody in here like it also thank you so much for following us on, on the Instagram at Jano Radio for tuning in to our shows. For giving us a listening ear and our support here and there. And also, I'm asking if you could please download the app, the app store. If you don't want to go on the website, you can just pop the app up. We're working on a lot of stuff. We got a lot, a lot of stuff in store. We're just doing a lot of work in the meantime. But I'd like to thank everybody for their support as well. Thank you, DJ Reds. As I'm trying to catch my breath back, but that was the Friday mix courtesy of DJ Reds from JanoRadio.com. And you remember what he just said, download the app if you haven't already done so. And every week we're going to have another DJ out showcasing their mix. It's 15 minutes. And remember, it's not just limited to Jano Radio DJs, um, folks. If you know any DJs and they want to get their um, product out there, I'll be happy to play it for them. 15 minutes mix. Got to be clean music. No cursing. They have to edit that out, you know, because, of course, we are on air. So thank you again, DJ Reds. I'm going to be playing this after the show. Yeah, so I got some work to do. Okay, I had my water. Let me see if I can get back to it. <laughs> thank you and thank you and thank you and thank you again. All right, so let's get back to it. Now it is time for believe it or not stories oh so i was checking my um messages my whatsapp messages um so yes javette we did speak about the case where the husband died two days later the um for the school teacher that was killed in the uvalde um school shooting so sad so unfortunate um you know and four children now left without parents so we spoke about that thank you so much for um you know sharing that again also, 
I'm starting the celebration early. I know your birthday is not until not this Monday coming, but the following Monday, the 6th. Um, yeah. Happy birthday to you when it comes. And I'm going to be celebrating, as I said, Javette. I appreciate you. I love you. And I appreciate your love and support. Yes. And Javette, I'm right behind you on the 7th. See, I okay. knew Gemini's run the world. We <laughs> you know run the world. That's enough now. Y'all can't. No, no, no. Sunette. What do you mean Rosolo, you Rosolo honor, honorary, honorary, because we're still in the month of May. <laughs> I'm about over these Taurus people. I'm about to move on. I'm ready for the Gemini's. I'm sorry, Rosolo, but y'all, y'all too much. Y'all be partying every day, showing off every day, all day, like bull and doppy conquerors. But <laughs> that's why I'm only coming in now because I'm already making plans. I got plans starting this weekend. Yeah, but you know, enjoy it. Sonette, don't worry. You know we're gonna celebrate you a whole lot too. <laughs> a whole lot. So remember that folks, six and seven, it's going down. Yep. And we're gonna start the celebration Monday. Yeah, Monday, the sixth, days after dark. We're gonna be celebrating. So don't miss that one, folks. Um, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Herschel Walker says Donald Trump never claimed the 2020 election was stolen. Former football player and current GOP candidate Herschel Walker says he never heard Donald Trump claim that de Democrats stole the 2020 presidential election. What rock is Herschel Walker living under? <laughs> Walker sat down for an interview with Atlanta-based news station WAGA-TV this week. During his sit-down with Russ Spencer, Walker maintained that the media dubbed the election stolen. I think reporters said that. I don't know whether President Trump said that. He never said that to me. Donald Trump and his supporters have been heard stating that the election was stolen on several occasions. Spencer continued to press Walker, pointing out that GOP candidates who receive an endorsement from major political figures usually share the same beliefs. In this case, Spencer wanted to know if Walker himself believed the election was rigged in favor of President Joe Biden. Everybody knows that something happened in the election, he said, before adding that he would disagree with Trump's claims if he didn't believe them. It appeared that he was unsure of exactly what took place with the 2020 election or how to properly verbalize that without upsetting his biggest co-signer. Do you know what happened? I think something happened. I don't know what it was, but something happened because people are angry. The Republican Georgia Senate hopeful said. Last year, Trump predicted that Herschel Walker would be very, very hard to beat during his GOP run. I'm Herschel. Herschel. Herschel, Herschel. Um, can we revoke his card, folks? Can he be revoked? Because I wanna show him coonship a long time now. Yeah, Already yeah, yeah. done. Yeah, so yeah, continue going to the raccoon nation and all the modern nation that we want go, you know what I mean? He he um he is blind and deaf, clearly, because which what it was all over the news. Every speech Trump made was an attack. Was an attack. He forgot the grand finale, which was the insurrection on June on what what you call it January sixth. He forgot about that. Where was Herschel? Was he in Mars? Was he out of space, Mars, or somewhere else? He wouldn't know what take place, but we well, know, exactly. We he, know so much of him coonship. 
He I'm does. Remember, you know, you have to show your coonship, you know. Or is he going to take away everything? Hold on, Apple. He clearly is bought out totally. I don't know who he's trying to impress or who he's trying to fool. I really don't know. But for you to come out and do an interview on national television and say that Donald Trump never said that, now you are a clear representative of what the party supports. He is, in my opinion right now, <laughs> a true representation of the Republican Party. And if he doesn't want to lose the endorsement, so he is going to go with it. I don't know if it's a ploy. I don't know what. I, I find it hard to believe that he would say that he didn't hear it because it wasn't said to him. Was he abreast of current events? Did he not watch the news? Various media outlets, whether locally or whether locally, nationally or internationally, every media outlet around the world aired the puppetry that was going on in this country a circus well here goes another clown for the circus wear your mask and your hat and your red nose but in this case i would swap out that red nose for the pinocchio nose herschel you're probably right javed too many hits to the head he's delusional doesn't know what's going on wake up herschel wake up in, in all honesty, it's just mind games. It's the psychology. It's the psychology that they used to say that we don't know how to read. You know, we don't know how to do things. We're inferior. It's the same psychology they're trying to spread again. I'm sick of it. And using, you know what, Altada, you're absolutely right. So I have to do read this. I do have to read this comment. Got me talking all backwards this Walker is one of those that would snitch on the Underground Railroad. He hasn't been one of us since he was born. Yes, sir. He's crazy. And this right now, for me, I'm not going to put anything in it but what it is. Delusional. Because you have to be delusional. You have to be under a rock somewhere. Because everybody, regardless of what you are or who you are, was exposed to this man's um, speeches. Every rally the man had, every single rally that he had, he cried. Not tears, but you know what I mean. Saying that the election was rigged, it was stolen. So Herschel, did you miss all of those? You weren't brought up to speed? Your PR team didn't know how to coach you on what to say and what not to say yes Javed too many hits to his head for sure for sure wake up no, you're giving him an out you're giving him an out that he got too many hits to the head that means that he's injured no <gasps> let's not do that or we'll now say he's psychologically competent he's a liar a big fat liar. fat liar yeah. it's not the hits to the head I, I, I mean not to um, be argumentative at all. God <laughs> speaking. I know, Sonette. And I agree with you. I'm trying to soften I agree the too. blow. I have to agree with Sonette. You see, Sonette knows how to bring me back to reality. Right? Stop 
trying to make it nice. Stop sugarcoating it. It is what it is. He's a liar. He's fully aware. Flat out liar. The jury in Portland found a self-published romance novelist guilty of fatally shooting her husband four years ago after writing an essay titled How to Murder Your Husband. Is she friends with um, OJ? If I were to kill my wife, this is how I would have done it? Nancy Crampton Brophy, 71, was found guilty of second-degree murder by a jury after deliberating for two days in the death of Chef Daniel Brophy. Brophy, 63, was killed at the Oregon Culinary Institute in southwest Portland on June 2, 2018. Inside the crowded Multnomah County Courthouse on Wednesday, Crampton Brophy showed no apparent reaction. One of Brophy's attorneys, Lisa Maxfield, said the defense team intends to appeal. Brophy was allegedly motivated by money troubles and a life insurance policy, according to prosecutors. During the trial, Brophy claimed that she had no reason to kill her husband and that their financial issues had been remedied by cashing in a portion of Brophy's retirement savings plan. According to court documents and testimony, she owned the same make and model of a gun used to murder her husband and was observed driving to and from the Culinary Institute on surveillance security footage. Prosecutors say the gun used to kill Brophy was never discovered, claiming that Brophy swapped out the barrel of the gun used in the shooting and then dumped it. The gun pieces served as inspiration for Brophy's writing. According to defense attorneys, who also indicated that Brophy was killed during a botched robbery. During the trial, Brophy claimed that her presence near the culinary school on the day of her husband's death was purely coincidental. She also claimed that she had parked in the vicinity to work on her writing. Brophy's How to Guide outlined numerous methods for carrying out an untraceable murder and stressed a desire to avoid being detected. The essay was eventually removed from the trial by Circuit uh, Judge Christopher Ramres, who noted that it was published in 2011. After Brophy was on the stand, a prosecutor alluded to the essay's topics without naming them. Since her arrest in 2018, Brophy was, has remained in custody. The date of her sentence has been sent for June 13. Okay, so you're removing it. Listen to the hypocrisy in the judicial system. She wrote this book. The book was published in 2011 right but they remove the book from the trial because it was published in 2011 and clearly it's removed because the judge feels it has nothing to do with the case but yet you want to bring rap into the courthouse the hypocrisy right why supremacists why are we removing the book she wrote a guide <laughs> on how to carry out an untraceable murder, stressing the desire to avoid being detected. And you remove the book written by the suspect, the main suspect, the only suspect. She knew how to switch out the barrel of the gun. Huh? 
Interesting, isn't it? But you remove it and you're going to bring rap lyrics to court in New York saying that it, it needs to be there. It stands as evidence. The hypocrisy of the judicial system. You pick and choose what you want to do and what, what you want to uphold and what you want to um, dismiss. Come on. Come on. Rap music is only to target a certain group of people. You know. uh, again, I'm not sugarcoat, not when Rasta talk, but call it as it is. You see me? It, uh, rap music is only to target a group of people. Because again, Jack Harlow is on that list, and the woman in Atlanta says she, not, she, she, she don't want to overreach. She don't want to get sexy with it or whatever she wants to say. You know what I mean? When the reporter asks her about Jack Harlow, who is on that list. So, them only bring up rap when they target a certain group of people. I'm a, I, if I see that, I call it out. You know what I mean? I, I saw me drop it. Yeah, I spoke about it earlier. Oh, weren't you here? Um, I when I was talking about it earlier with the article where the guy in Texas is t saying blaming the shootings on. Oh, yeah, I, I, I heard the clone. It's enough. Uh, another enough racist. Is enough. Enough yeah. is enough. Um, yeah enough is truly enough we've had enough of this puppetry and the circus and everything um she needs to remain in custody they need to bring her book back into court because she is in that book is pr pretty much detailing what she did if you ask me she watched too much um csi lifetime all of these things and probably put everything together and said, ha, light bulb moment, I figured it out. How to commit murder and get away with it. How to kill your husband. How to murder your husband, rather. Let me say it right. How to murder your husband. Wow. And they remove it. I can't get past that. You remove that evidence. God bless America. Um... <laughs> Babylon, I got burned, man. Not over yourself for this. Get your money and go about your business. Ah, oh, boy. Um, you know what? Oh, quick question. Is Rosolo still here? Or she's on? Are you on a call, Rosolo? Can you speak? I'm not sure. I wanted to touch base about the whole um, Stacey Abrams situation in Georgia. How is she faring? But I'll probably talk about that on Monday. Thank you for the reminder, Apple. I'll... I'll Bring that up on Monday. Yeah, man. Look, watch your video. I'm selling it up on IG. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, I'll do that. So, <laughs> it is now time for us to take another music music break. After this, we're gonna come back with entertainment news and a moment with me. Here is new edition singing another one of our favorites, N.E. Heartbreak. Anymore. It was an in-store heartbreak. Live at five, interview for Jeremy. 
saw a cutie, thought she was on the DVD. She said, after the show, I'll be waiting for you. Cool. After the show, she got in the car and was seen. Her dad was the driver of the limousine. I didn't know she was only 13. It was a young girl heartbreak.
once again says way. Thank you to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. You're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You just heard New Edition with N.E. Heartbreak. New Edition, Feature Friday Artist for Today. Now it's time for entertainment news. Actor Kevin Spacey charged with four counts of sexual assault against three men in the UK. Longtime actor and accused sex offender Kevin Spacey has been charged with four counts of sexual assault against three men. On Thursday, Britain's Crown Prosecution Service announced the actor was charged in connection to two alleged incidents that took place in London in 2005 and two others that took place in Gloucestershire, England, in 2013. He's now been charged with one count of causing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity without consent, along with his four counts of sexual assault that included three men. Metropolitan Police in London said the charges come after a review of evidence gathered by the Metropolitan Police Service in its investigation. His alleged victims are now in their 30s and 40s. There are no details on whether or not the actor will be extradited. He will have to enter Wales or England in order to be formally charged, CNN World reports. But why can't he be extradited? Why? They do it for other crimes, right? Well, let me not assume. The U.S. seems to be able to get people extradited and sent back to them in other countries. They had the Honduran... um, past prime minister extradited the other day they've had people extradited from venezuela they've had people extradited from all the world if you ask me so why can't the wales or england whatever i don't know um the uk have him extradited and brought to england to face the charges if he's guilty what what's the hesitation they're gonna wait for him to come there then you really think he's gonna show up there I wouldn't go if I know if I land there, I'm facing this. Makes no sense to me. But I didn't go to law school. I don't understand how the judicial system works as it relates to international law, the do's and don'ts. I can't, and I don't want to make assumptions based on the, my ignorance to those laws. They made some backdoor deal. I don't know, James, but something is off with that. Remember, remember there, there's, someone, there's someone in the UK that needs to be extradited too, so I, I think they just quits it out. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So much for morals. All right. Hypnosis Song Management Company now owns 100% of Justin Timberlake's music catalog. On Friday, Hypnosis Hypnosis announced they've purchased all of Justin Timberlake's copyright, ownership, and financial interests of the writer and publisher's share of public performance income and the catalog of musical compositions written by Justin Timberlake. The deal also included the worldwide administration rights to the compositions, subject to the remaining term of Universal Music's administration rights, which expire in 2025. Justin's music sales are currently over 150 million. This includes 88 million as a solo artist and 70 million with NSYNC, right, which is in sync. 
right now Justin is sitting <laughs> I, I purposely Wait, I did that what? I purposely did that <laughs> yeah insane uh right now Justin is sitting on 25.6 monthly Spotify um and I think they mean to say 25.6 million monthly Spotify listeners with over 6.4 billion video views. He is also slowly approaching 10 million subscribers on YouTube. I am excited to be partnering with American Hypnosis. He values artists and their creative work and has always been a strong supporter of songwriters and storytelling, Justin says. I look forward to entering this next chapter. The purchase made by Hypnosis was made on behalf of Blackstone-backed Hypnosis Songs Capital, Hypnosis Songs Capital ICAV. The HSP is a partnership between Hypnosis Song Management and funds managed by private equity firm Blackstone. Justin Timberlake is not only one of the most influential artists of the last 20 years, but he's also one of the greatest songwriters of all time. His hit songs include Crimea River, Rock Your Body, Sexy Back, My Love, what goes around comes around, suit and tie, mirrors, and can't stop the feeling. Some of the most iconic of the period. Putting this deal together has been a complete labor of love. Hypnosis has become a significant buyer of music catalogs. They previously closed deals with Neil Young and hits performed by Rihanna and Shakira. All right, then. First I'm hearing about hypnosis. I've never heard about them. Never heard about um, Blackstone. But why does it seem to me that $100 million sounds on the low end? I don't know. For them to have complete ownership, if that's what this means. Um, worldwide administration rights, the compositions. Uh, copyright, all of Justin Timberlake's copyright. Ownership and financial interests of the writer and publisher's share of public performance income that sounds like hold on he's given up everything but a hundred million sounds low to me did i read that right or did i not read that right or did i read that wrong i don't know now i probably read that wrong can't be a hundred million hold on i gotta go back he they now own a hundred percent see reading is fundamental Question, as I'm looking here and his, I'm seeing where his music sales are currently over 150 million, 88 million as a solo artist. How is it, and somebody else asked this question, I'm not the originator of this question, let me just put that out there. But somebody else asked this question the other day, recently too. How can an artist, let's say on um, Instagram, have... 3 million, 5 million. You know what? Let, let me get to the specifics and give you the accurate number. How is it you can have 5 million, yes, almost 6 million um, followers on Instagram alone? Instagram alone, right? Um, on YouTube, hold on, let me pull up the facts on that one because I don't want to speak out of, um, without the facts. Hold on. Tapping, hear, hear me going, titter typing. Um, hmm. How can you have so many? Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm getting to it. 
Okay, you have almost. Hmm. Why am I not seeing? Am I blind today? Okay, you have two almost two point five million followers or subscribers on YouTube, but your album sales didn't even make it to ten thousand. How is that? But yet, Timberlake, eighty-eight million albums sold. I'm confused. How does it really work in the music business? Really? So maybe Reds will be the best one to, to answer this. But if you're saying album sales, like people are not necessarily buying albums, they're streaming. So if you, if they want to count by streaming, it'd be a different number than album sales. If I'm hearing the question right. Okay. But I'm the mute up. Yeah, you're, no, you're right. You're right. Down. You're hearing the question right. Okay. So it's so many different numbers that we're looking at. So we're looking at album sales. We're looking at streams. We're looking at um, individual, what you call it. Oh, Lord, why am I blank? You know, when you just download a particular song, you pay to download one particular song. You not, don't necessarily want the entire album. A single. Single. Right, a single Thank right. you. Wow. Thank you, Sadat. Yeah, the single. So, okay. All right. So probably this includes 88 million. Music sales are currently over 150 million. Okay. So, um, all right. I got, I'm going to do some research because I'm still trying to figure something out. I'll get to the bottom of it. I'll have the report for Tuesday morning. If I don't forget. Yeah. But I just wondered because even an album sale, your album sales shouldn't still, shouldn't it still be more than less than 10,000 though? If you have so many people watching your videos and liking your posts and all of that, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to wrap my head around it. I'm not in the music business. That's not what's paying me. All right. So here we go with another oldie but goodie from New Edition. I know y'all know the dance to this one. And if you don't know the dance, learn the dance, please. Let you know. 
And here is what we need to look out for. DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And tune into Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone. QMZRadio.com. It's music news and Naturalist views. And I'll be joining DJ Naturalist this Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Monday nights are made for Days After Dark, it's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sinatra Solo, and Marlin at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse. And tune into QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Season 3, we return June the 6th. So we got a break for Memorial Day and we come back with a whole new season, more stimulating conversation. Check us out. Don't forget to download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores, and check out the Jano Radio crew. Join Rosola for the Rosolo Show, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, and right after that, stay logged on for DJ Rookie as he brings you Vibes Tuesdays, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. The pre-weekend vibes begins with DJ Lankimatic every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, and then you can kick your weekend off early. Yeah. 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, it's Wanted Fridays every Friday with Mixmaster Kevon, and he returns on Saturday, same time with Freestyle Saturday. Saturdays and Sundays, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, DJ Simple brings us Blazing Saturdays and Big People Sunday. And this is our last new edition song. Here we go with Can You Stand the Rain? And Rosola, I am not responsible for you pulling a muscle, okay? You can use this song to do your stretches, Rosolo. <laughs>
that's not possible Tell me, can you ever restore Jay-Z said this once, identity is a prison you can never escape. But the way to redeem your past is not to run from it, but to try to understand it and use it as a foundation to grow. That was a moment with me. To all the listeners around the world tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com and everyone who joined me right here on Clubhouse, the conversation happens thank you for tuning in and joining me for coffee and toe world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views always great conversations shared views varying opinions and interesting perspectives ladies ladies ladies, ladies and gentlemen thank you Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24/7. We 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 hope you enjoyed the show. Bye bye. Thank you DJ Reds for the Friday mix for today. Certainly enjoyed that.